Shut up and sit down. Just waking up in the morning, where am I? Got this Disneyland ticket, oh that's right. Must have had one hell of a night. Think I party with Pooh Bear and Snow White. I'ma figure this out. How do you do? Mighty pleasant greeting. How do you do? Say it when you're meeting. How do you do? With everyone we're beating. Pretty good to your home. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should, cause it's turkey to eat. So good. Hello, Thompson, hands of the internet. You are listening to the turkey eating crew of the Dialed Podcast. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Matley Grand. Gobble, gobble. Evan Price. Gobble, gobble. Lance Hapler. Gobble, gobble. And Jake Von Turing. Gobble, gobble. From us all here at the Dialed Podcast. Have a great Thanksgiving. Now, please pass the mashed potatoes and gravy. How do you do? The Lake Show in the building. What's up? The Lake Show. What's up? The Lake Show. What's up? The Lake Show in the building. What's up? The Lake Show. Hello and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Vondering, and today I am here with Evan Price. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Lance Hepler. Lance Romance in studio. In studio he is. I am and here. on location we have Matt Legrand. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? Legrand on location. <laughs> yeah. From from see from uh, from from Disneyland. Oh. You can if, if you listen just enough, you can hear the little children splashing in the background you right can now. Hear yes. memories <laughs> and joy being made. <laughs> I am I am literally uh, right next to a pool on the pool deck with a towel on. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 appropriate for radio. That's oh, how I dress at home all the time. It's yeah. just a towel. Yeah. The dial um, podcast. I wish she was lying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, it's way more appropriate than what I normally wear when I'm at the podcast. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and then today, keeping Matt's seat warm while he's down there playing at It's a Small World, we've got Lake Hepler in studio with us. Lake show in the building. Woo! There you go. This is the, the, the younger, faster, better version of Lance over this here to my right. This is my 23 right <laughs> year old son, Lake Hepler. This I am Lance 3.0. Yes. <laughs> this is nice. way thrown off the balance of the podcast age wise, too. Uh, right. I've got two people in their 20s here now. Uh-oh. This, is, this is scary. It's very good to be here. Thank yeah. you for inviting me. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Let's uh, let's start off with our backpedal, Evan. Let's mm-hmm. start with you, bud. Good. Mine will be quick. Um, today, so far, I have not trained, which feels great. I really <laughs> you took the whole morning off. I haven't trained. I took the whole morning off. Yeah, I was so tired after last week. I just decided I just was not going to train this morning. So, did some research on some stuff. I am researching time trial bikes because I'm looking at Whoa. which one I would like. Yes. Ah. Interesting. Matt, we will be talking about it because yes. Jake just got himself a fresh new bicycle and it is looking really really fast over there on the wall yeah it is it yeah. looks super it's looking awesome. very very fast yeah and outside of that um well i mean we'll we'll, we'll talk about this probably with lance well, why don't you, backpedal no on why don't you talk, talk about I'll, it i have I'll lots about of it. stuff to talk that's about. that's true backpedal. yeah you talk i've got a short it. list of things <laughs> we had a we had an awesome team ride put together by uh, Jake and Whitney uh, was one who put the route together, right, Jake? Correct. That, yeah. 
And it was a uh, uh, ride in memory of Mike, uh, Dr. Mike Myers, and it was awesome. We had, was it 35 people show up? I think there was 35 people there yeah. that actually did the whole ride. Yep. Yeah, and then there, there was a group that actually uh, had started from the lake that wasn't able to catch us, but also did, did, did the route. So, you know, there was... A lot close, of people out there. Yeah, close to 40 people out there riding, and it's it was not a warm day either, so that was awesome to see that many people out and riding, and... In true Mike fashion, it was meant to be a quote-unquote social ride. But as as Mike Myers <laughs> nice. would do on a social ride, he we everybody blew up the ride. So <laughs> we ramped it up a couple times. <laughs> I, I may have lanced the group. You once absolutely or twice. did. Yes, and there was you, you, you know what I loved about that too is all the sections that it got completely broken apart were like Mike's favorite spots to just hurt people. It was like the backside of the the hustle route. Going up that long false flat. Yep. He, I mean, that's he used to tear people's legs apart on that, and then up pal. Yeah. Up pal. Up pal's where it really broke apart, yeah. which is a climb. Um, lengthwise, what would you say about 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, it's fifteen it, minutes. No, maybe? it's like seven minutes. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so half an hour, and that <laughs> <laughs> felt like half an hour. But that was. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. There was a. So he. He may not like me sharing his numbers here, but I really don't care because I ride with him enough. So Dustin going up that, take a stab at what his five-minute power was through the section where he tried to drop everybody. Going up pal? Going up pal. Take a guess at the five-minute power. 500 watts. What? 498. 498 for five minutes. For five minutes. I'll tell you what. Dustin doesn't drop me on a lot of climbs. I could not bridge that gap to him after that. You couldn't get to him. He he got me by about five to ten seconds. I could not close that gap during that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Him and Jordan are fit right now. Yeah. Yep. Who got to the top first? Jordan uh, came around him at the end. Yeah, Dustin had been dragging everybody up. Paul, Paul first, our yeah. young, uh, young yeah. super mountain biker. Yep, right there on on our. Uh, he he uh, bridged the gap from me up to Dustin. Wow. Yeah, and held it. And then uh, Sean's son was up there Nels. climbing Nels. very, no very way. well. Yeah. Too. No seri- I want to give a shout to Nels on here. That was Nels Martin. Granted, uh, pro- the, the 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 kid needs to work a little bit on his pacing because he really blew himself up in the first part of that climb. <laughs> but he killed it. It was so awesome to see him. Really, like he was trying to drop me at points, bridge up to Dustin, and just I think it was like the last maybe minute or so he fell off. But just awesome efforts from how how old is he? Sixteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Freshman in high school. What was I doing at fifteen? I was not doing that at fifteen. <laughs> I was not chasing people up climbs at fifteen. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Right now, guys, get his autograph. Get it right now. So I'm I'm <laughs> considering it right now. I'm gonna have him sign my jersey. Seriously. Yeah. It was it was a great ride. It was a Such great a day great to ride. be with out there with everybody. Yeah. We you know. We had, we had a good time and oh, yeah. all of that in yeah. memory of and at the end of the ride when we got back to um Hub uh, Michael's wife um, came by. Was Yolanda there? Oh. Yolanda wow. came and she yeah. thanked all the people for being there and mm-hmm. how much it meant to her that we had put this together and that we did this and yeah. how much Michael loved the team and loved being a part of it. And so mm-hmm. she was really, it was really cool for her to be there yeah. and, and say a few things. So that, that was, was, I will, I will say as my, my last little bit on the back pedal, and I'm, I'm sure we all felt this way. Um, during the memorial, uh, Yolanda went up there and talked for, for a while about Mike. And I've never been that in just invested in listening to somebody talk about something. We were, we were joking afterwards. I wanted her just to keep on telling Mike stories. Yeah. Like I had so many questions after that about just his life and everything. And you know, she, she did an an amazing job going up there and just, yeah. 
it was a very very good day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was it was a good day mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. All right. All right, uh, Matt. I know that you've got other things to get to because you're uh, down there in Disneyland doing the whole yes. dad Disneyland thing. Um, let's have you do your backpedal, and then we'll let you scoot. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Disneyland and exercise do not like highly correlate. <laughs> um, y- you know, um, I think you guys can talk about this later for sure. You know, like just trying to figure out how to get exercising in. Uh, what I've been able to do is find one of the i think there's like seven pools or something crazy like seven as part pools. of this hotel <laughs> and what, uh, what hotel are you at matt i'm at the disney grand californian California. hotel in yeah. spa oh, yeah nice. nice yeah yeah so you know the the one pool that i'm guessing that there's like a 25 meter stretch um, I just went back and forth a whole bunch of time and I'm literally like dodging kids. Like I think people, it's people open water here, swimming practice, crazy, which is pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I've been able to get a couple of swims in, Full um, contact, my right, Achilles Matt? is still bugging me. So I haven't been able to run, did not bring a bike. So no biking. It's been, you know, it's not, it actually hasn't been that great. Right. I mean, from a completely like backpedal standpoint, kids are having a blast, but dad is, uh, flipping the bill for ridiculous buffets <laughs> with you know <laughs> like overpriced horrible food and then the kids don't finish it so i'm like good god we paid 40 dollars for these french oh fries i better gosh. polish them off the magic of disney yeah. <laughs> give us your money <laughs> oh i've got it's, it's some, pretty magical i've got some disney bumper music i'm gonna have to get to jake for this podcast yeah. so <laughs> if you're listening now and you heard some disney music beforehand and we're trying to figure out what jake just played it's because it came from a disney ride <laughs> matt oh matt, boy. what is what is the most annoying song stuck in your head right now well i you know it's been all christmas stuff oh. which a lot of people absolutely hate but it's I'm not kind of okay with it. it it's not you know we're not in like february like after having listened to it for three months you know at this point <laughs> it's still early and so I'm, i haven't been too annoyed with music selection so far it's been all it's all christmas music the whole place is decked out in christmas stuff which is kind of cool so uh so nothing too bad yet so it's not like um, they can really deck out Disneyland and Thanksgiving stuff. They should no. though. They, they really yeah. should. Right. Like that. They, <laughs> they jump the gun and go straight to Christmas. I know that's um, so early. And then, other than that, the one workout that actually got to work out with Evan Price this past week, right oh, after our God, podcast yeah. last week, we went to that the pool hurt. and splashed around. Basically, we did. I don't remember what we did. We did about three thousand. Yeah, it was like a what was the main set? It was like four by two hundred steady, one hundred hard, fifty easy. Tell yeah, tell yeah, everybody what you did to me on those hundred hards. Like I've got so much work to do on my sprinting. I think you and I were pr- we were pretty even. Like it was it was good because I was worried I wouldn't be able to swim with Evan. Like uh, you know, oh, no, he was able to swim with workout or whatever. And I think we were pretty even on the two hundreds. And I I might have like snuck away from you on like one of the one hundreds. And that you that, you you snuck away from me on two, and one of them was a full body length sneak away. <laughs> there, that was more than a sneak away. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was good. It means that we can swim together, which exactly. is, is excellent. Yes, so, that makes me yep. happy. And that's about it for my backpedal. Sorry, I don't have much, guys. That's good. Magic of Disney. <laughs> it's so magical that so I want to get out of here. And come back to you the can Pacific stand Northwest. in the heat all day long, sweat your butt off, and still yes. gain weight. Yes, <laughs> magically yeah. stealing yeah. all your money. <laughs> yes, my wallet is getting lighter. In fact, <laughs> 
the same thing as losing weight. I think so. <laughs> yeah, let them know that you uh, mentioned Disneyland quite a few times on the Dow podcast and see if they will lighten that bill up when you check out. Yeah, there you yeah. go. 20% off? Yeah. <laughs> Mention your name. Yeah. A little sponsorship deal there for Matt. Well, Matt, we right, hope guys. you have a yeah, good rest of your day. Of yep, have a good rest of your day. Travel mm-hmm. safe coming home, and we will yep. look forward to seeing you back in studio next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Take Bye, care, Matt. All right. Bye, guys. All right. All right. Lance, backpedal, bud. Backpedal for me. I think last we talked, I was in uh, I was in Las Vegas. And Vegas. Uh, I was with a couple of my buddies, and it ended up, um, we went on a mountain bike ride right after the, uh, after we, um, we recorded the podcast, and I took Ryan Lee on his very first ride on his brand new mountain Sweet. bike that uh, Jake hooked him up with. <laughs> nice. So Jake sold him a, a BMC mountain bike, and... Um, I was able to be there with Ryan, and we went out on a ride, and we we had a great time. That's was, excellent. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. He was he was super happy to mm-hmm. be on the. He it, he wanted to like be in better shape before we actually forced him to go out but it was like no we're going no, it's now <laughs> yeah. we're going right now it's november nobody's in good shape you're going <laughs> out there how did ryan do he did good that's good yeah mm-hmm. and me and ryan and, and steve uh, lake knows all these guys cause yeah I've, yeah he's to be, growing up with them yeah i used to be in a fantasy football league with all of them as nice. a kid when i was like 12 or 13 that's it's, right it's not weird but <laughs> <laughs> it's all these 40 year old men <laughs> and 12 year old lake didn't you win one you beat us i all did one. i won i think i won <laughs> twice actually. i'm so glad you stuck it down because they're probably like oh we need an extra guy well let's make sure we bring in a kid who won't know much <laughs> right. and then lake beats us all it's actually funny i've been on vacations with all of those guys that are dads my dad's really really close friends you know without mm-hmm. my father there it was really interesting yes you've done stuff without me <laughs> yeah, there yeah i did the i did the subway down in zion national park with yes, all of them that's right yeah. years back yeah and like uh, lake is just so much more interesting than lance <laughs> we should just bring him <laughs> oh lance did we not tell you we were going my bad <laughs> i was working back then oh yeah i had a job so Lake got to go on the subway. I didn't. So. <laughs> Everybody keep the rubber side down. We did. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. only the only ones that's crashing is me <laughs> <laughs> because I'm pushing it. We we get to the top of this climb and we go to we go to turn back around to to kind of bomb down this single track downhill and mm. and Steve turns to Ryan and and he says. Lance is the fastest, and he's also the stupidest, so he should go first. <laughs> That's what Steve said. I'm like, what? All right, now it's like, on. Yes, absolutely. Now and I have to live up to that. And crash. I must live up to this and, and now crash multiple times. So I got to ride some mountain bikes out there. I got to ride some road bikes out there, which is good. I went up to Cedar City and rode a trail. The mountain biking in Cedar City, Utah, is also phenomenal. Uh, then I ended up in Zion National Park um, mm-hmm. for a couple days and did some hikes and did some things and did a couple rides in there. It was just fantastic. I, I did a couple segments and noticed that Jake had done these segments previously. Ooh. It was like Ooh. three or four years ago. You had done some rides through yeah, uh, yeah, Zion, so yeah. that was kind of cool. <laughs> hey, wait a second. I know that guy. I couldn't, I couldn't beat any of Jake's <laughs> I was about to ask who got him, yeah. Because there was, uh, they were repainting the center line uh, on the Canyon uh, Road. Oh, the reason? Oh, so yeah, I kept getting stopped by the construction guys. <laughs> Convenient. Convenient. Sure, yeah. sure that's why. That's exactly. Exactly. That right. wasn't a mountain bike, though, so keep that in mind how for fast? future references. <laughs> if you go out there and take it on your road bike, I'm going to kick you in the butt. <laughs> how fast How fast is, like, the KOM up that? Is it some, like, UCI team guy or something? Uh, yeah. Because there's some really famous rides out there. Y- well, there's 
there's a climb up to a tunnel that mm-hmm. I don't think Jake did. There's a climb up to the tunnel that um, the tour of Utah went through last oh. this last year. <laughs> so, oh, so you did not get that no, KOM. I did okay. not get <laughs> that KOM. <laughs> so they were moving pretty fast. Plus, the, there it was pretty cold when I wrote it, and there was an iced up section. So I did uh, not come down very fast no, either. So, no. but the the funnest ride I did all last week, besides the Michael Myers Memorial ride. Mm-hmm was um, a ride called Gooseberry Mesa, which is right yes. outside of St. George. And it was a mountain bike ride that was, man, I just had a smile on my face the entire time. It was just so fantastic. Yeah. It was... That's a really, really famous... Glorious. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> it the was one. glorious. That's the one. <laughs> it, it is pretty famous. Um, yeah. Not a lot of elevation gain, but you're on top of this mesa, so the views are oh. incredible. It's very technical, slick rock sandstone type mountain biking but oh it was so fun i just i had a great time doing that so the mountain biking in southern utah is fantastic you can't really go wrong so that's that's what i did i just traveled around the country again last week and like you do yeah (laughs) now now lance are you gonna ever venture east of possibly the mississippi at any point um, Cause I actually have some rides that you may enjoy out I, there, like I, truly may enjoy. Well, I might, but that would be like a month long trip. That's true. <laughs> that's true. To be that, gone that's for a, a month one. might it's be. Could be longer than that, Lance, because you can't like go yeah. more than five minutes without stopping. Ooh, mountain exactly. bike trail. Go, yeah. go. <laughs> that, that happened on the. I'm driving back because I need to be back for the Michael Myers thing, and yep. um, and I stopped in Baker City and rode 25 miles of gravel because I couldn't <laughs> sit in the car anymore. <laughs> So I just stop and I'm like, there's a gravel road. I'm going to just see where it goes. Oh, I thought you maybe researched the route. Well, you go oh, to no. some guy's driveway. Oh, it, like, no, it was just a, it was a fantastic road. It was a, but it was, yeah, no, I just like pulled over and I'm like, oh, I'm going to ride It's that. like the start of the movie deliverance right there. It's like, oh, look, the gravel, gravel road. Have gravel, we'll ride. Yes. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. So it would be longer than a month if I headed yeah. back east. And, and I have some very cool Appalachia rides. I think that you would like and I, Vermont. I'm, cool. I'm hoping yeah. to do that but where that actually fits for what i want to do yeah. for the next year is difficult wait wait, yeah. wait 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 no you got to get this done before the end of the year for my 2019 i need you to get these cool cool things <laughs> so i've yeah. got to do it in december yeah exactly <laughs> oh you exactly. don't want to ride out east in december no <laughs> yeah please <laughs> please do not drive south. out to vermont <laughs> thinking that there's gonna <laughs> no, not be I snow can, there. i can't go to the northeast i can i have to go to the south yeah, yeah you don't scenarios like that yeah. there's not a lot of good bike rides up in the new england area during the winter lake yeah, uh, during the winter. lake spent a couple years in boston uh, uh, did. He, oh, was yeah. a, he was a mormon missionary in boston massachusetts i was boston. i lived in oh. i lived in boston I also lived in Providence, Rhode Island, uh-huh. as well as um, Waterbury, Connecticut. That's a yep. trash town. There's yeah. nothing there. We're going to yeah. get hate mail. <laughs> yeah, everybody in Waterbury. There's nice people there, but there's not a lot there. And then yeah. there's, I also lived in Framingham, Massachusetts. And this last summer, I actually spent it in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. And so there's some really cool stuff out in both those that yeah. part of the East Coast. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean you're a Patriots fan? Now? Oh no, I despise the Patriots. Okay. <laughs> got it. Okay. Okay. Still, still West Coast at heart. Yeah. There you well, go. Well, <laughs> I like the Red Sox. Oh, the Sox. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. I guess that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Lake, backpedal for us. How was your last week, man? Uh, it was pretty good. So the week before, I got super sick with a really nasty viral infection, and I actually lost ten pounds. And so my... That's all it takes to lose 10 more pounds? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yes. Race weight. <laughs> well, when you can't swallow, it's one way to do it. 
And so I've been training really hard. I've got an up and coming track meet on December 1st up at Weaver State, mm-hmm. or I guess down at Weaver State. And so I've been spending a lot of time in the gym trying to get my body weight back up. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to develop more power. I've been, uh, I changed my reps from, I used to always go up to 15 reps at any lift I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dropped it down to 12 to try to develop more explosive power and it's worked out pretty well. I've been able to gain about five pounds back, which very has cool. been, which is very difficult. Tell to us, uh, tell us what event you're what are training your events, for. Yeah. So I'm a long jump and triple jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I've also been spending a lot of time developing that explosive power with lots of different, um, box jumps. Mm-hmm. I've increased my um, box jump vert up to about 52 inches. Oh my God. <laughs> <It's just laughs> should we, should we as a joke test what ours is? <laughs> it's, it would be just so we can get an appreciation of how jump. high that is for like, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very exciting. I'm very uh-huh. excited for the up and coming meet. Um, but it was very difficult this past week, just knowing what, um, what I used to be able to do and what yeah. I had lost. Yeah. And so it's a different kind of resistance work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, that's about that's awesome. A, that's about my so backpedal. so so here's a really really important question right now. Sure. Who was the better high jumper, you at your peak, or your father over here? So I never high jumped. Oh, <laughs> so you tripled my bad. You tripled. And I tripled long and jumped. long jumped. And long. Okay. Well, I haven't because long is in the decathlon, correct? I was an open triple jumper as well. Okay. So I did the long jump and the triple jump. Who who has the better jump. triple jump? Well. Well, I have And don't give me this technology's advanced in the last <laughs> however many years stuff. Well, it's not fair because well Well, so far it's my father. Uh because I, I don't want to embarrass my, my son. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lakes mm-hmm. Lakes uh triple jumped about forty feet a few yeah, times. Yeah, my okay. PR is forty foot eight inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give him that eight inches, Lance. Come on. <laughs> and my PR is forty eight feet. Okay. You, you can get there. You can yes. Get there. Well, that, <laughs> but that was at the end of my college career. Okay. And Lakes for me, that it. was my, I haven't jumped in about, how long has it been? Four or five years? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So been it's been a long time. I'm significantly stronger and faster. So he hasn't so, really yeah. tested I, I himself. Yeah. It, yeah. it could be interesting. What's your goal happens. for this season? If you, if you had to shoot for a number. Um, 43 feet in the triple jump and mm-hmm. 23 feet in the long jump. Yeah. Okay. Just awesome. But I don't know what it's at, yeah. so that could be a completely yeah. unrealistic goal. It could be a could very, be low too. Yeah, you don't know. Low. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Passing on the jumping genes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boing. Jake, what do you think your triple jump is right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm somewhere around eight to nine feet. I would yeah. imagine. If I tried that, I'd end up in the hospital again. <laughs> All right. Um, my back pedal was. Um, some kids sports was like usually like dominating my last couple you know whatever back pedals but mm. um i just had to go to swim this week so that was kind of nice got to watch the kids do the swim thing uh we had michael myers celebration of life on saturday mm. which was um really quite nice it was uh kind of a nice way to send him off and it was awesome he was at the the request of his wife yolanda that the team show up wearing the team colors or even better like wearing team apparel and mm. it was neat just to look out and see how much orange, orange. orange and black orange. was everywhere. And it was cool seeing people wearing their, their dial jackets or some guys were wearing the jerseys or just different stuff. So that was really neat. And it was kind of uh, fun just to get everybody together and to remember Michael. And it was just a, a nice celebration. So um, we did Jake's that. Jake's not going to say this, but he... That video that he put together got yeah. people... 
choked going. up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Jake, Jake made that was a, incredible. a that video. That was absolutely incredible, Jake. Yeah, it was about 16 or 17 minutes long with some of his favorite music and, and many pictures from his life and his family, and it was it was inspiring it to, was. to see what... And Jake also spoke. He was also asked to speak and did a just fantastic job kind of uh, wrapping up what Michael meant to us as teammates and people and mm-hmm. he's kind of a natural on the mic as you can yeah. tell uh, by now. being here on the podcast <laughs> and but he was, was a natural in front of people and on yeah. the mic he did a great job the word wow. the, the the word inspiring is perfect there that's yeah. that's what that night was that was yeah you get to talk about somebody who was just inspiring yeah. which is incredible yeah, the takeaway is what would michael myers do and, yes and it, you yes. can't say that about too many people because no. they just don't like invoke that in you and like right. just the way that he lived his life and the way that he, you know, put value on different things. Um, it just really, it helps me personally, you know, govern a lot of decisions that I make, you know, with respect yeah. to the team and just in general, the guy was a stand up human being and it's sad that we lost him. Yeah. So yeah. If, yeah. if you were to ask what would Lance Hepler do? It's simple. He would drop everything, forget all his responsibilities and just <laughs> and go ride, ride somewhere. <laughs> So Lance Hepler probably needs to ask, what would Michael Myers do? I need to ask, what would Michael Myers do? Yeah. And that was, I like, I like that you put that, that, that on it, Jake. Cause that's, I mean, me, me being the significantly less wise person at this table, you know, I mean, that's like really a, somebody that I would look up to, to say like, what would he do in this medical yeah. situation? What would he do in this training situation? Yeah. Yeah. What would he do in this relationship yeah. situation? I mean, we don't want to put him up on this pedestal of being perfect cause he had his flaws, but the mm-hmm. same at the, in the same breath, he learned from those. Yes. He yes. then took what he learned and he taught. And then he mm-hmm. let people know like, hey, you know, if you do this, this is going to happen. Here's my suggestion and, and something to consider. And it's just, it was, a, a, yeah. he's just a really good guy. Yeah. It's just really sad and unfortunate that we lost him way too young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I rode for the first time ever in my life over 200 miles on a friggin' trainer. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This last week? Yes, 202 miles on the trainer. Oh, Aaron Swift. Oh, my. Okay, wow. So. 202 <laughs> virtual miles. Yeah. <laughs> and there was some hard I'm efforts in there. I, yeah. Because you were speed, saying you were going to get over 10 hours this week, right? Yeah, I was close. I was at nine and a half. Okay. Um, and there was some hard workouts in there. And, and mm-hmm. There was also a day in there where um, I did a, a ride that was a mile per candle ride. I got a year older last week, by the way. Oh, it was his uh, birthday. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> right. I know. Jake didn't even mention. Like, no. I, that came and I was like, whole, it was like two days, like a day later. I was like, oh my gosh, that was Jake's birthday. It just snuck up. <laughs> it's like he's trying to hide it or something. Uh, I just don't need to have any more of them. But anyway, I just wanted to get that over. So I kept the pace up. And then there were some hard workouts that were in my plan this past week. So it, I'm, I'm kind of tired today. Kind of beat. But the average speed was pretty good for the week the volume was good and uh legs are they're coming around look at everybody so he's got a fast bike hanging over there on the wall (laughs) everybody should start to get very scared so that was my back pedal and um yeah sticking to it there you go (laughs) keep plugging away all right, we've got a topic for you guys today. Before we get to the topic, oh, oh no, I have a regroup. Time, oh time yes, out, time yes. Out. regroup. <laughs> Does this count as airs no mid? No, no. This no. Okay, yeah. This okay. This so is not in us. Last week, Evan went on a bit of a rant about golf. A small rant. <laughs> <laughs> and so my friend Brian Lee, after he listened to the uh, podcast, he he texted me this list. The uh, 
the the top 14 reasons for Evan Price why golf is better than cycling. <laughs> oh, what? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. It's number one that it's an old man sport. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Number one, no need to buy a rack. Your clubs fit inside your trunk. Uh-huh. Number two, it's a game of skill rather than speed and endurance, which means I can usually beat Lance. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give him that I'm one. Golf with three. Ryan. He's not that great. At <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I need Lake to fact check all these for me as he's reading. <laughs> Number three, getting hit by a ball is way better than being hit by a car. That's a good point. Number yeah, four, truth. <laughs> I don't have to ride 20 hours a week or spend 5K for an e-bike to be able to keep up with Lance. <laughs> <laughs> two players of a very different skill level can play together if you're on an e-bike uh, number five the most expensive set of golf clubs are thousands of dollars cheaper than a low-end full suspension mountain bike or carbon bike that's a very good point yeah. number six i only need to buy one set of golf clubs to enjoy enjoy any golf course no different horses for different courses <laughs> number seven but you I, have to buy different types of golf clubs you know that's not a fair point that's not a fair it's point. one set of clubs <laughs> I have one set of bikes, so let me put it that way. <laughs> Number seven, I don't have to look good in spandex to enjoy <laughs> golf. <laughs> Number eight, when golf's biggest star cheats, he can still play golf. He doesn't have to return <laughs> he doesn't have to return seven yellow jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to turn this into an actual article. That's really funny. <laughs> Number nine, leg hair is totally acceptable in golf. <laughs> it's actually preferred. <laughs> Number ten. Golf nutrition tastes way better than cycling <laughs> nutrition. Number 11, the most prolific and gifted speed and endurance athlete of all time retired to play golf. Need I say more? <laughs> Look at Michael Phelps. He, this has, is true. he quit swimming and now he's playing golf. This is true. Number 12, golf is an NCAA Division I sport. Cycling <laughs> is not. <laughs> and number 13, golfers always wave back. Ugh. <sighs> And I think there was one. Yeah. More. Is it really a sport if you can play it in dress slacks? Though? Th- thank you, Lake. <laughs> thank you, Lake. First off, those those all make the point that golf is much more enjoyable than just cycling, but does not make the point that it is a sport, okay? <laughs> or that athletes play it. I think he was just trying to find a way to make fun of me. Which yeah. Is what if it wasn't for Tiger, though, good. you wouldn't even hear about golf anymore. Yeah, that is true. That is What's true. the average cost to play a round of golf these days? Ooh, this is a good point, Jake. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, on what's a great the average course, cost? It's a hundred and it's about a hundred bucks. Yeah, call it a hundred bucks. So yeah. if you're playing four rounds of golf a month, that that gets pretty pricey. Oh, it's it very yeah. pricey. How much does it cost you to take your bike outside and ride it on the road? Uh, last I checked, um, about six thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> One time fee, though. <laughs> One time fee right. of six thousand dollars. True. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Golfers. There, there was. I'm expecting Ryan's more of those. <laughs> rebuttal golf rant rebuttal from Ryan. Golf. Does Ryan even golf? <laughs> he does still golf a little bit. Yes. Man. We will have a rebuttal for him in yeah. a future episode. I feel, I feel like I need Lake just to write me up a rebuttal. That's, yeah. Okay. So our topic. How to fit in any sort of workout during the holidays. We've got holidays coming up. This coming week, we've got the, we'll call it the kickoff with Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. And that's going to be, what, the next five, six weeks of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all that fun stuff. How do we go through that time period without falling off the map and missing all of our workouts? How do you not, you know, not get out of shape here? It's tough. It is tough. Matt's swimming over little kids in, in Disney World right now, <laughs> drowning kids at a, at a local pool. <laughs> oh, 
so you guys got any feedback for us on that? Matt is obviously not here because he's swimming mm-hmm. over kids in, in uh, <laughs> Disneyland. But so Matt's um, giving us his answer. I would also like but, to hear. But, I would also like to hear what you guys think. One thing from you guys, what uh, Matt would say to this. Well, I, I I think the biggest thing is you just try to be consistent. Mm-hmm. If you and you have to plan ahead a little bit. Obviously, Matt took all his <laughs> swimming stuff with him, knowing that there would yep. hopefully be a pool that he could yep. swim in. Mm-hmm. And he did his research before to right. make sure that there were. It may be have pools, had yeah. a reason to why he picked that hotel yep. because there was a pool that he might potentially be able to mm-hmm. to swim in and at least get something done. Yeah. So um, you know, doing trying to be consistent and being able yeah. to plan that stuff is. Well, that's when you're going on a a vacation, Um, you know, and you might very well be going on a vacation during the holidays, but how do you guys in general deal with it with, you know, when you've got family over, you've got like all of your different festivities and parties and all that other stuff. I mean, how do you stay consistent during that time period too? I think it's very important to have a schedule and to know what your schedule is going to be during your vacation. That way you Mm -hmm. can plan ahead and be able to set some time aside in order to keep your maintenance up Mm -hmm. of the things you're going to do. So Lake, you, uh, how much time do you have off school during, during the holidays? I normally get about a week. week. So there's a week for Thanksgiving and then for Christmas you have like three weeks. Something like that. End of the semester break. End of the semester break. Mm -hmm. So during those, give us idea during those three weeks because you'll be in the middle of your indoor season at that point correct Mm -hmm. i believe so what is your what does your training look like during that time period um so during my training period during that time Mm -hmm. it normally doesn't change too much Mm -hmm. i have to wake up early in order to go to the gym and keep a maintenance Mm -hmm. um i decrease the amount of time i'm normally at the gym during that time period Mm -hmm. in order to just make sure i get in the workout Mm -hmm. as well as keep up with my other um responsibilities but during a vacation time it's just important to, to stay consistent keep mm-hmm. that habit up yep and um make sure you plan ahead in yeah. order to make sure you keep that especially when you kind of need the equipment that you need to you have to do a little bit of research before saying yes i need All right, to make where's where's dad dragging me to this week yes. is there a gym there so <laughs> yeah i need to and so for me normally when i come back home and I spend some time home, I'll make, I'll go by a week pass just at the local 24 hour. That Mm -hmm. way I have time in order to go there. If I don't go to the gym during the week, I, I, it messes with my head. Mm -hmm. I can't quite think clearly. I become kind of a a jerk and I Mm -hmm. don't, I don't really like it. And so I really make sure to set that time aside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for me, um, just because I have a family and a wife and kids and extended family and doing all this stuff for me, it's really important that I communicate like what my intentions are. So I don't just all of a sudden disappear and and wife's like, you're gone for two hours and you know, we're supposed to be doing this stuff and we're, you know, we're wondering where you're at, why you're not coming back. You got to communicate with them what your plan is, what your program is. Um, and then a, a layer deep to that would be get yourself set up on something that's um, kind of like a goal. Like what is it that you want to accomplish during that time? I like the the Rafa challenge that they do on sure, Strava a, where you have to go 500 or something. Yeah. Like that. Is it 500? It's not 500 miles. It's what is it? It uh, might have been 500 kilometers. I think that's what I it think is. Strava usually Between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. They have a Rafa 500 challenge. Yeah. It's. Like 10 days and you go out there oh, and you ride a, a, I think it's, it ends up being about 300 miles if I'm not mistaken ish. Yeah. Um, I, I got the patch last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's fun to like, you know, connect to something like that. So it gives you like mm-hmm. that carrot out there so that you're going to 
you know, A, you're going to make the commitment to doing it. And B, if you communicate what you're out there actually doing, they'll start to understand a little bit more. Uh, in my circle with my family, it's probably just sounds like a cheap excuse to me to my wife. Like, hey, I'm going to go do this so I can get this little badge on this electronic thing that nobody cares about. And she's just probably rolling around. like, oh, okay. <laughs> now, but at least I've communicated it. And she knows what the, the goal is for myself. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know, knock out X amount of miles every day. Yeah. Now, now, how do you and Rebecca organize that during the, the holidays? Because, you know, she's wanting to go out on her run. Do you stagger them in that sense? or We do a pretty good job of communicating, mm-hmm. you know, who's doing what, where, when, why, and how. Yeah. Um, you know, she likes to get up and get her stuff done pretty early in the morning. She'll go out there and run with her friends. No joke. They, they get out there really early. Yeah, she's usually wow. on the track or out there doing her runs at like 5 o'clock in the morning, sometimes even a little bit earlier than that. Um but yeah, she'll take that shift. And then while she's gone in the morning or even on like the weekends when she runs a little bit later, I'll take care of the kids. And then when she gets home, then I can go do my part and we'll obviously communicate about what we have going on through our day. But if we don't communicate, the wheels fall off and she's not being able to do something or I'm not being able to do something. And that will basically create inconsistency. And we yeah. don't want that. So, yeah. So just but, to keep peace at home, make sure yeah. you communicate. <laughs> This is where I, I consider myself very, very lucky in this sense because my, um, so the last couple of years I've had to uh, fly back for Thanksgiving. Uh, my family lives in Ohio and uh, my little brother now lives and works in Indiana. So he'll be coming home as well. Haven't seen him in a while. Uh, my other brother, who's not related to me, but Kevin Temperman, we joke, he's literally been a part of my family since he was like three years old. Sure. Um, he is in uh, residency in Georgia for uh, general medicine, uh, general surgery. So he'll be coming back as well. But me, my little brother, Kevin, my mom, my dad, we all really focus more on training than we ever do anything else during the holidays just because we like to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, the last couple of years I've done, um, I take the red eye on Wednesday out of PDX. Yep. So did it last year, going to do it again this year. And I get in about 9 a.m. to Dayton, Ohio. Yep. And to stay awake because I don't sleep on planes. So it's usually been up the entire night. <laughs> I, tea, I can't uh, sleep on planes. My mom, T, will have a, <laughs> she'll have coffee in the car for me. I yep. will drink coffee and then I go run a half marathon <laughs> and I try to do it as quick as I can. And then as soon as we're done, we do Thanksgiving with very small family. <laughs> And then right after that, we, you know, do whatever. Next morning we wake up, we do a Friday morning, uh, Black Friday swim with my old master's group. Yeah. A lot of old friends. Nice. I get to see a lot of old friends. Yeah. I come back, ride with my mom on the trainer, and then we do, um, I'll, I'll, I'll share this. So me and my buddy, you know, my, my brother Kevin and Nico will do what we call the, the pain cave circuit, which is this circuit we came up with that my little brother was able to do with us too. So my little brother was a 400 runner. Okay. So we had to come up with something that a 400 runner would be able to do with somebody who runs the half marathon distance. (laughs) So (laughs) what we came up with is about a 45 to hour long minute circuit of, uh, 10 sets of two minutes on the treadmill and then two minutes you're doing something off the treadmill. It's continuous the entire time and does not stop. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a middle section where you have to do either 50 push-ups or pull-ups or squat jumps. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> during that section, I run a tempo mile. So that's like the deal as I stay on the treadmill during that. We have a very specific playlist we play during that, which we call our hol- holiday playlist, which has no holiday music in it at all. <laughs> but that's, we, we do this circuit. It's become, we used to do it every single weekend when I lived in Ohio. But now this is something that, you know, we just do once a year at Thanksgiving on Black Friday. So Cool. Instead of shopping, we go and <laughs> kill her. Yeah. yeah, which for me is super hard because I'll tell you what, running like 
10 by two minutes at all out effort is not something I do a lot throughout the year. So that's <laughs> after that, I'd rather have, I was like, God, I wish I just would have done a century and gone up some hills or something. <laughs> our, our family, the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we make hand dipped chocolates that for like so eight much hours. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so I have to be very careful to stay away from the hand dipped <laughs> chocolates because it could very easily be a 10,000 calorie day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have to stay away from hey, it. If you if you snack all day, ten thousand calories is nothing. Oh, that's yeah. what you can do. Set your your uh, your tax neo up next to the counter and put your bike on it, and you can hand dip while you're riding. So that way, it's just like an, an offset, you know. There you go. I'm not allowed to hand dip. I am not um, artistic enough. Okay, well not you can run quality control, dipping. right? Blake, do you do you hand dip? Are you I qualified? do not hand dip. That not is qualified. That's so specifically for grandma and um, my aunts. My, yes, my <laughs> sisters. They're the ones who do the dipping. That's funny. That sounds delicious. What do you guys hand dip usually? We 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 make um custom fondant. Oh my gosh! That is in ten different flavors, uh-huh. and then they're hand dipped in milk chocolate, and oh uh, it's gosh. it's like professional, you know, quality <sighs> hand dipped chocolates. There, but we just make them for ourselves and for our friends. You guys might be able to partake. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's if, if, I, if you guys have any leftovers, right? I, I mean, some. if you bring some, that'd be fine. I, I wouldn't mind. A, <laughs> we get a huge box of them, um, and then we decide who we give them to. Who, basically, who <laughs> is chocolate worthy? Yes, <laughs> we have to decide who amongst our friends have I been is good this year? Worthy. <laughs> well, and you're kind of skirting the line. No chocolate for you. <laughs> we also don't just make chocolates; we also make little caramels as well. But. Oh um, the chocolates are fantastic. They come in rum and butter, orange. I don't even know all the different kind of fondants we make. There's some good ones. Strawberry. Coconut. Coconut. <laughs> Lance is actually We're getting over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's... No, yeah, this is that's the I opposite know, of trying to I know continue this is, your workouts. This is about supposed to be fitting and training, <laughs> yeah. but what is the one food during the holidays you let yourself eat just without even worrying about it. Like, what's what's the one food? Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Top three pies go, Lance. Lemon meringue. Pies. Okay. I lo- I love lemon meringue pie. What's so. your What's your next two that you'll go for? If you have um, to? pumpkin. Yep. Um, or and then like strawberry rhubarb. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Jake, what's your number one pie? I. My mom and now my wife, who makes the same one, makes oh. a fantastic apple pie. It, that, Ooh, that's really good. good. And then we'll make it, uh, it's kind of like a pie, but it's a little bit more of a cobbler. Mm-hmm. Like a multi-berry cobbler. That's really good. And then yeah. a little slice of pumpkin pie is always nice. Yeah. Yeah. Lake? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also lemon meringue. It's my number one. Uh, uh-huh. My number two is probably key lime. And oh, the, yeah. yeah, key lime yeah. pie can be really good. And then after that, probably a slice of pumpkin pie. Yeah. How about you, Evan? Pecan pie, number one, not even close. <laughs> I will. I mean, yeah, I would. I would give up most of Thanksgiving meal just for a just pecan for pie. a piece of pecan. Yeah, pie. now don't get me wrong. Oh, I'll no, eat no, the entire meal too. Oh, first, second, pie. third is, is all yeah. pecan. Gotcha. I, yeah, my my grandfather each year, uh, my mom will. Uh, so my my other grandmother will make him just a pecan pie, like for him. Okay. Like he literally just takes it home and himself. Is it pecan or pecan? I think it's pecan. Pecan. Lance, like, Lance. Pecan. Oh my gosh. Pecan. Get out of here. Pecan. You just got voted down. That's, that is ridiculous. Just, that doesn't count. They're from the same family. Pecan pie. <laughs> All right. Let's get back on, on track here. Was that off track? Sorry. That was Stay on a, target. Stay on target. That was down a sweet hole. That was. Oh. Um, 
I think will you the Heplers will you guys be traveling this year for Thanksgiving, Christmas, or um, New Year's? For Christmas and New Year's, we'll be gone. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we're we'll be in we're going to Sun Valley, Idaho for ten days or twelve okay. days or something. Will yep. bicycles be coming with you? No, because it, it, it's winter time. It's winter. Yeah. It's, Lance, what are you gonna do? Um, He's gonna ski. Oh no! <laughs> I will ski probably mm-hmm. five or six days. And and then um, I f- I found a club that has spin bikes and I have to go to the frigging club and sit on a spin bike. <laughs> you not gonna throw the tax neo and a, a bike in the, the vehicle with you? And that's that's possible that, that way, I do that. You but could optimize your time a lot better. Yeah, there. I could. Yeah, that kind of no fits in line with what we're talking here. At home, and well, I could put it in the garage. Yeah. Dip chocolates while you're doing it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's usually when we go to. Sun Valley for Christmas. I mean, there's you know three feet of snow outside, sure. so you can't really ride outside. I don't have a Is snow that how bike. Much snow they yeah, I need a, a snow bike. No, That's you don't. Need. You yes, don't you need a snow bike. I need yes, a snow, you snow bike. You know what you do? What? Have you keep seen it in Sun Valley? Yeah. Yes, the fat tires. <laughs> I know they're not popular. You can actually rent them. I can rent them in Sun Valley. Yeah. Absolutely, that'd be a lot of fun. And get one with uh, the e-bike option on it too. Oh, you could just jam through that. That'd be awesome. Get a workout too, but you're just gonna go fast. Yeah. So. When you guys travel, though, let's pretend like you're not going there because yeah. <laughs> you get the snow factor. Sure. Um, will you guys do a lot of recon prior to look at different routes and maybe shops or local rides that are forming and just kind of figure out what you want to do when you're yes. there? Okay. Yeah. I'll either do that while I'm there or if I know I'm going to be somewhere, I will recon things. Like yeah. if I'm going to San Diego or somewhere in Southern California and yeah. I've known that there's this famous swami's ride i'm gonna try to figure out how to make it on the swami's ride you know and i would say that that's a big thing for staying consistent while you're gone and away do your recon ahead of time so that you can a like know exactly what's going on and b kind of get pumped up about it and see like start to do a little bit of research about well is there a group that does a ride there is there a shop that organizes something or is there a team down there that i can connect with yeah um if you do that stuff as opposed to waiting while you're in the moment and then you're like uh, you know we're fine go exactly you're going to be kind of lost and then you're waiting until the last minute and probably end up just saying, nah, I'm just not going to worry about this. Um, a couple of years ago, I was in Phoenix for a weekend. Yeah. And um, when I when I went there, um, I just kind of Google searched group rides and found that there, yeah, there was a, a shop that did a, a group ride every every Saturday. Yeah. And I'm glad I researched it because they met at like six in the morning. They met really early. That's yeah. Because, Arizona. Well, yep. it's Arizona. So yep. I show up at the ride. There was a hundred people there. And That's probably, awesome. And they probably <laughs> hammer too, cause they got to be done before I, like eight or nine. I, this was a couple years ago. I wasn't as fit as I am right now. I did not make it with the A group. I did not hang with the A group. Huh. I couldn't hang with the A group. I ended up going with the B group. Drop I got with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm super glad I did that. I met some cool people who I still follow on Strava, and I'm so now yeah. I have some connections in Phoenix. Phoenix, if I go back there and yeah. have some things to do, yeah. So you ride bikes, I ride bikes. We're yeah. best friends. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd so, be amazed too. A lot of times. Um, Around this time of year, there's organized bike rides. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for instance, we've got our ugly Christmas sweater ride coming yes. up. I mean, those kinds of things, like if you look around and, and check the, the likes of Strava or maybe like Facebook stock a little bit of an area, you yeah. can find some pretty cool rides to jump yeah. on and meet some people. So. Anybody going around the, so anybody traveling out to the Dayton, Ohio area <laughs> for Christmas this year, <laughs> there's a ride that we call the, uh, the Dirty Dozen ride. Yeah. 
So uh, I've done that for years and years, and um, I think I may miss it this year. But uh, it, it reflects a ride that has anybody heard of the Dirty Dozen before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Just just making sure. Well, you, you know, everybody here way out west, I don't know if you guys know about Pittsburgh out there. So so it's a ride yeah. in Pittsburgh that goes up 12 climbs in there, and one of the climbs is this ridiculously steep. I'm bothered I can't remember the name. Anybody listening to this who wants to message us the name, it'd be really cool. Or, or anybody who's done the ride before. Sure, sure. Um, I'm, I'm bummed because before I left the Midwest, my goal was to do that ride one year, but the, the Ohio one was really fun that we did, the, the uh, Dirty Dozen, which... We had a couple really steep climbs in the Ohio Valley too, mm-hmm. but nothing compared to these Pittsburgh climbs. Yeah. There's a brick 32% climb that like most people don't make it up. Wow. So, if 32%. you look up if you look up videos of that climb, <laughs> it is hilarious. I mean, you, they you see these people they're bombing down this hill and then they take a hard left right into this hill and their momentum, you're going from 35 to like 2 miles an hour in a second and it's <laughs> I mean, there's guys riding their climbing gears who are falling over on this climb. (laughs) We've actually got a teammate, uh, Chris Dudley, and Uh he has put together, um, he's calling it the Dial Dozen, and he's setting it up for different cities here in the the Portland area where people can go out, and he's tying it into Strava, and people can go out and do all of the climbs, and they'll Mm -hmm. basically try and attack each one and get the best possible time, and he's got a whole thing set up. Kind of did like a trial run of it this year, and I think next year. How many people showed up this year? Um, it's one of those things where you just show up whenever you want because it's okay. run through through Strava. Oh, you have the route okay. and the, the climbs, and you just go do them all, and then just look at the, the times after. So, yeah. and I think next year he should hopefully be able to um, get a, a nice bit of traction there. Um, Very cool. I wanted to help him with it more this year, but um, you know, we, we kind of know what happened to me back in June. Yeah. So <laughs> got, got a little busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's uh, and and the, the the cool thing about the Pittsburgh and the Ohio rides is that it's all based off points. So it's, you know, yeah. you, you get a certain amount of points at the top of each climb yep. and they actually keep track of them throughout oh, the ride. So cool. even as the ride's going, you know where you're sitting. Sure. Yeah. And there was uh, one one year where I beat out one of my really good friends, Kit, who I'm going to hold that over him forever, just so you know. <laughs> but he beat me on the three most important climbs. So I really, I, I made sure he was positioned further back on a couple. So, yeah. But it's, a, it's yeah, the, the, those styles of rides are fun. And all right, if you're traveling, like that's just there's find something like yeah that. I mean especially yeah. around Thanksgiving time Christmas time if you're in a place like Phoenix if you're in a place you know Southern California there's gonna be rides yeah. like that there's yeah. absolutely gonna be rides like that. So um, when I lived in Washington D.C., mm-hmm. uh, I still had my same goals that I wanted to achieve, mm-hmm. but the gym that was at my just my apartment complex wasn't nearly as good as the gym at my college. Yeah. And so what I ended up having to do was I had to change my workout plan and with the equipment that I was given, mm-hmm. and I was actually really thankful for that because it was I had to try something new and had to go along with that. Sure. And I was able to still increase the amount of strength I had and still change, but I was doing something new. And so I think Mm -hmm. one of the most important things to, um, when it comes to workouts over the holidays is to be flexible and be willing to change your Mm -hmm. current, um, plan and guide in order to fit your um, needs. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Think it's also that is, that is important whenever you get out of your kind of you know like like Jake's setup right over here like if he was traveling you'd have to change it up yeah right? not yeah. At the moment but you but, know, you, know you, you do what you got to do I mean it's mm-hmm. kind of cliche but you, you do what you got to do and a lot mm-hmm. of times 
like like said i mean you're you're forcing mm-hmm. yourself to acclimate to something else and you can change things and it you can go out there and get stronger with a rock and a stick if you want to. If you really want to go oh, out yeah. there and just kind of yeah. pull rocky, I mean, you can use just about anything, yeah. even just your body weight um, to keep fitness. Yep. So, yeah. um, but a- another thing that I really would recommend people do during the holidays is find somebody who's accountable that will do it with you, you know, whether mm-hmm. it be a spouse or a friend. I mean, if you're traveling and you go do some stuff with your spouse, then that that's great. I mean, Lance, you've got Brandy now who's starting to do a little bit more riding, and that's kind of a neat thing. When you guys travel together, you guys can get in some bike rides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it's one of those things where your spouse can't necessarily keep up with you, well, figure something out. Come up with something creative and fun. You know, give them a, a little buffer of time or do, you know, regroups and, and where she's always going, but you're just kind of up and back and back and forth and back and forth doing sprints and whatnot. So you can get creative with um, anybody out there as long as they're willing to do it with you. And I think that that's a great way to stay consistent. I agree. Mm-hmm. Is there a way you can, I don't know much about cycling, mm-hmm. but if you're going with someone who's a little slower than you, you could change the gear so it's more difficult for yourself so you can still hang with them, but you're getting just as much of a resistant workout. Could do single leg drills the entire time. Yeah. Leg drills. It wouldn't be fun, <laughs> but you, know. you just yeah. hope the person can sit on your wheel yes. and, and stay yeah. there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ride single speed. You could yeah. put the other person on an e-bike if you have access to one of those. That's yeah. what we're talking about is the Fun e-bike stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any elf? <laughs> any other things? <laughs> it doesn't no. stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, fumbling over my words. Anything else out there you guys want to add to this conversation? So, so this is completely. Well, no, it's not completely unrelated. I'm gonna lie there. Not completely unrelated. So we had a while ago talked about the beer mile. Correct. Yep. This is the this was from a while ago. Speaking of mixing up your workouts, so <laughs> a, we were talking holiday related foods. What would be the hardest food slash drink to do for the mile? A be, uh, a holiday food mile. So so we were, fruit cake. We were ta- <laughs> <laughs> a whole brick the of best, fruit cake. <laughs> the the best answer I had heard from somebody was taking. The, the same amount that would be in a bit. So 12 ounces of eggnog. Oh. Each oh. lap instead. I was going to say gravy, but yeah. Oh, that, gravy. gravy would be oh. Drinking 12 ounces oh, 12 of gravy. Ounces yep. gravy. Yep. Imagine how nasty that would look. It's like the scene from uh, Stand By Me. You remember it's that right. one? Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, if you're looking to mix up your holiday workouts, take the family out for a little jog around the track. We're doing the gravy mile. (laughs) Do some sprint intervals at the ugly Christmas sweater ride with gravy. Yes. (laughs) Gravy train. (laughs) Oh, that could be nasty. Uh, Yeah. What are you guys most looking forward to this holiday season? I'm just super happy to have uh, all my kids home. We're all in the same house for... Mm -hmm. A week this week and we'll be able to spend some time at christmas together so that's but glorious does, yes. that, does that not get to happen too often with well, everybody no. off at school everybody's and, off at school yeah. and they're all living their lives and and leaving poor dad at home leaving poor dad at home yeah, yeah, yeah my life is terrible nester. i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i get to travel everywhere and ride my bike in beautiful places it's terrible but it's great that my both my daughters and lake are, are home and we're all there together so that's been gotcha nice mm-hmm. Evan, will you be flying back for Christmas as well? Uh, no, I, I will be orphaning this Christmas, which ah. is fine. Nah, it's fine. And, uh, and that for New Year's too, I'll be around. So All it'll right. be just, you know, I don't really decorate either. 
Like anybody would go to my apartment on Christmas Day would be like, God, you there's something wrong with you. Like you didn't even put Yeah, seriously. But uh to to me really Thanksgiving's my favorite time of year. Because I get to go, you know Sure. Each year pretty consistently we try to get the whole family together. And the whole family mostly just my immediate family, but Gotcha. That's what I'm most excited about. Getting to see my little brother, getting to see Kevin, getting to see my mom and dad, getting to see my dog. My dog is old. It's like 12 <laughs> years old. He's How named old dog. So he's named Kelmy, which is after any cycling historian fans here. This this actually goes to the Dialed podcast here. So uh, my dog, me and my dad decided to name him after the old Colombian team, Kelme. Okay. Can anybody remember, like, you know, that was the team? Um, no, I don't remember that at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Which tour are you watching? <laughs> this was, they were, they were a pretty solid team back in the tours in the early 2000s, late 90s, I want to say. And they, they had some great climbers, you know. They, they had a couple of Polka Dot Jersey winners. Um, you know, they, they always challenged uh, Richard Veronk at that time, who was the consistent Polka Dot winner at that time. But yeah, they uh, we named my dog after a, which is ironic because he's a, a English Goldman. He's kind of chunky, like well, he's just, he's just a big guy. He's not chunky. I'm gonna get some hate mail from Kelly for that. <laughs> You're not chunky, Kelly. I'm sorry, but he's he's you know, I mean, he's looks nothing like a Colombian climber by any means. But that that's where the team was from, and they were yeah. Really, really. So if anybody wants to look up cycling history, look up something about the old Kelmy team. That's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you? Like, what are you looking forward to most this uh, holiday season? Um, football. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am excited to be home. It's always fun to be home, spend it mm-hmm. with the family. Um, but uh, I think I'm mostly excited for the football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there a team that the Hepler family cheers for, or is it split? Nope. Seattle. No, we we cheer Everybody for the Seahawks. Seahawks. Go yeah. Hawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lick and I have been to a few games together, which is always fun too. Yeah. So it's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. I gave yeah. up on football. I used to be so the biggest I. fanatic and I used to be in multiple fantasy football leagues and watched almost Who was, every game for were you were you ever. a Chargers fan? Chargers keyword was yes. was yeah, yeah. and that's I, a shame the Chargers are really good this year <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they moved to that armpit called Los Angeles <laughs> yep yeah. and I said they're see not, ya they're yeah. not even the best team in Los Angeles right do you now, guys no. do you guys see so I know I'm going back to Ohio here so I used to be a Bengals fan for mm-hmm. year and year. I okay. guess I guess I still am I just sure. don't care anymore like they they are they are collapsing these last couple games and instead of firing Marvin Lewis who has been the coach there since like to the year 2000 has not won a playoff game in 18 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They decided to fire their defensive coordinator again and then make Marvin Lewis the defensive coordinator too. So they're like, not only are we just going to blame some poor guy who just got the job this year, we're going to hire the guy to that job who's been part of the problem. But yeah. yeah. Uh, boo bangles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move forward. You guys guess what? It's the hot seat, the hot seat. Mm-hmm. The hot seat. <laughs> oh my gosh! Blake's <laughs> <laughs> looking at us pretty funny right you now. You guys have too much free time on your hands. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> Usually we have more sound effects. Like this is like very rare that we don't have more sound effects. <laughs> Jake's been stuck in his house for six yeah. months. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's brewing, man. Brewing fitness over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lake, let's start with you. What's your hot seat question for the, the gang here? So, my question is what's the best way to create explosive power in an endurance sport? Oh, I like that. Plyometrics, mm-hmm. strength training. 
because the explosive mm-hmm. power comes from the fast twitch muscle fibers Correct. in the body, mm-hmm. but the endurance comes from the slow twitch. So is it is the better way to develop it by working on the transition between using the two fibers, or is it developing the fast twitch and then also developing the slow twitch? The well, you're time? you're only genetically given a certain percentage, percentage of, yeah. of each you're not it's not like you're yeah. like well i'm you know 80 percent slow twitch and 20 percent fast twitch and mm-hmm. i'm going to change that to 50 50 you're, you're pretty much you're, you're kind of genetically coded to have mm-hmm. whatever percentage but you what percentage you do have mm-hmm. you can develop that okay and that's mm-hmm. you know you won't really want to you know elicit that myotatic stretch reflex and you want to yep. get into doing things like plyometrics and um, strength training that's going to be periodized so that you're going to develop strength and then you're going to turn it into power and then turn it into functional power so Okay. Um, that that that's pretty much my two cents on, on that. I'm sure Evan's got something to add that's to it as well. That's a good two cents, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can, the, the, this is a teaser. We're going to be nerding out about this a little bit in the future. Yes, we are. But <clears throat> this is, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Blake. So there's there's two things to, to, I think, focus on when you're talking about something like, would be like a triple jump power. Okay. So there's low slow power and then there's high twitch fiber, you know, power. Okay. And that's, if you're talking about, you know, getting off the blocks in a hundred meter dash, or mm-hmm. if you're talking about, you know, powerlifting or something sure. like that, very, very different types of training there. Yes. And there's definitely got to be a focus on, let's say that you're a runner or a cyclist. Let's say for this, yep. you're, you're an endurance guy and you said, I have not been winning bike races. Yeah. I would like mm-hmm. to win more bike races. Or you're a cross country 5k runner and you're like, I get toasted in the last 200 of every single race. Mm-hmm. So what you want to develop is the guys who win the end of those races. Yeah, there's a genetic gift, but there are also guys who maintain passive stiffness at the end of a race. So there's two terms, active and passive stiffness. Okay. Active, you are really nerding out right I know, now. I know. <laughs> Give me a second on this one. Give okay. me a second on this one because this I'm going to make this approachable. So passive stiffness, and this is from, there's a company called Stride that's actually measuring a lot of this stuff. Okay. Um, they've created a running power meter and they're trying to come up with quantifiable. Me, me, me and Matt have talked about this a little bit on the, on the podcast. So your passive stiffness is that ability of your tendons to respond as soon as there's force put through it. Okay. So that's where Jake's talking about that, that twitch reflex. That's, yeah. that's exactly what that's talking about. So it's tenderness. This is how a guy like Mo Farah, let's say, who was the 5K world champion, very, very lean guy. Sure. Not a lot of massive type 2 muscle fiber, large muscles on him, but he closes in a 52-second 400, which is a wow. fast 200. Yeah. His passive stiffness at the end of a race is incredible. His body's able to respond again, 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 each time he steps at a really high rate. So there's a quick angle change there. Okay. Active stiffness is the muscular power and endurance. Okay. So that's where a good example of that would be jumping 100 times 20 inches in the air as fast as you can okay. versus your active stiffness would be producing a 52-inch box, box jump okay. and doing that four times. That makes sense. So that that would be the difference between those two types of training. Okay. One is how many times can your tendons produce a certain amount of force again, 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 again without breakdown. Okay. The other one is what's your top end stiffness, explosiveness of your active system, which is the muscular contractions. Okay. So the yeah. best way to develop this explosive endurance mm-hmm. is through the passive stiffness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If if you're talking about hey, I'm a, I'm I'm an 800 meter runner and I want to yes. create a finish. Okay. Yeah. Now, you need to do both to be great, but of course. I think people miss the other one. They're like, I'm going to go in the gym and do four sets of 12 you know, yeah. squats again, mm-hmm. again, again, and then forget that, like like Jake said, you've got to have that plyometric endurance yeah. too because if sure. you don't have that plyometric endurance, yeah. 
So maybe a better maybe a better way to develop it too mm-hmm. is through body weight exercises as yes. well. That way you're yeah. instead of like a weighted thing, mm-hmm. that way your body is becoming still uh, passive. Yeah, the passive stiffness instead yeah. of developing the other parts yeah. of the muscles. Yeah, and you and you can add other resistance. Yeah. You you can be yes. but you, you got to be careful with that because I think that's where. Um, if anybody's ever seen Lance Armstrong's strengthening videos, you guys mm-hmm. ever seen those? Uh-uh. Lance Armstrong had some cool strengthening videos that he did on like how he developed a lot of his like pure power climbing strength. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one, uh, one of the things that I do. She did some other things too. Yeah. But that was going to talk about like, <laughs> I know Jake had a smile. I, just, I, I glazed <laughs> right over that. I was just moving straight on. Uh, one of the things I do is I know that cycling really is an endurance sport. It's a slow twitch, you know, muscle fiber sport, mm-hmm. but... But every ride I do, I always do two or three or five or six hard or sprint or <laughs> efforts or <nine> or <laughs> so that I work that part as well because I know that that's going to be beneficial with whatever racing I'm doing. Yeah. That's It's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that shorter burst of stuff for you, there's a big neurological adaptation that happens yep. there, and that's a good thing um, for you to have over the course of time. I'm yeah. getting text messages from here. <laughs> Sorry Absolutely. You guys always probably hear that in the background. We can't Ding. turn that off because we actually have to use these devices to record, and it just kind of comes through, so sorry about that. Um, so, hello, person texting me. <laughs> People of the interweb. <laughs> um, okay. And Lance also developed all that power over years and years of training Correct. too. So that's, I mean, yep. yeah, it's not like Lance just like grabs that out of thin air and he's like, oh, I'm just going to do two hard sprints here. You know, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's just how, how his body adapted, gotcha. which well, is awesome. Also, you don't have some experience on the bike and you go sprint, you are going to crash. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mechanical efficiency is kind of important yes. on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Same thing with swimming. It's like you can have all the <laughs> passive compliance and active compliance you want in the world, but. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Evan. Hot seat us. UCI just dropped. Well, no, okay, it was not UCI. The Tour de France just dropped. There's, there's, there's two things going on here. The Tour de France is considering removing power meters, and the UCI just made a sock length rule. <laughs> Which one? What is more ridiculous? <laughs> okay. uh, the sock length rule <laughs> is more ridiculous. I mean, I see some value for power meters. It would be cool to see power meters go away. Everybody's on the same playing field a little bit more. But if you're going to take power meters away, you should take away in-ear radios as yeah. well. You know. Yeah. But yeah. if you, if you're not going to do those things, but the sock, sock length—that's length. <laughs> just the it's freak just cares. Dumb. Yeah. They just want things to look a certain way. Do you know what's coming next, Lance? A leg shaving rule? Leg shaving. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Peter Sagan, last year he didn't shave his legs for like the first three weeks or something. He's my hero. Yeah. Just just so everyone knows, I will probably be shaving my legs coming up on the first. I will be shaving my legs for my first meet. I disown you. (laughs) No. Good. Like. I actually have leg hair. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to your dad on this one. Like, you're making the right decision. <laughs> Man, Lance, I'll have to go toe-to-toe with you right now who's got hairier legs. <laughs> I haven't touched mine in half a year or so. That's funny. Mine are covered in hair, scabs, and scars. So that's, there you go. Shaving would be tough at this point. That's right. <laughs> that is the one thing I don't like about shaving my legs is I feel more... I don't know how to explain it. Vulnerable. Wait, like I just can't get more. You've done this before. I have. When I was on, when I was on my mission, I was like, ah, I might as well try it. I slept like a baby that night, but 
Oh, the disappointment in Lance's face. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I haven't <laughs> done it since. It's been what three years okay. since I. Let, let's press pause on that for just one second. Let's come up with a competition uh-huh. between Lake and Lance, <laughs> and if Lake wins, you've got to shave your legs. Come yeah, on, man. We've got to make this happen one of these days. How about this? We, we do a triple jump next oh, week. And oh, act- <laughs> I would lose for I know sure. You would. Yeah, I like that <laughs> Can I do a two-step triple jump? <laughs> Lance gets two jumps. I would still win. <laughs> oh, this could be good. Uh, we'll have to come up with something. Yeah. I want to see this happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to come up with a holiday contest <laughs> between Lake and Lance. <laughs> So the driving purpose, though, behind that sock rule is, mm-hmm. um, there is fabric technologies that are basically more aerodynamic than human skin mm-hmm. shaved and, you know, whatever you put on said skin. Do you think that there's any other application that you can put on your physical skin that's not socks that could make yourself more aerodynamic? So this is actually something in the triathlon world, too, that I've heard people talk about is uh-huh. to Vaseline your legs and arms. Okay. That apparent, I I guess the 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 wind. I'm I I don't have the numbers in front of me, so I'm not sure if this is true or not. Sure. But this is like a, a wives' tale that yeah. the the wind moves in a more you know consistent pattern over your skin if you vaseline them. Interesting. Yeah, which so, I absolutely do. I mean, so. honestly, I, I we would have to do wind tunnel testing. But mm-hmm. do you think that there is an honest workaround that would be faster than any material that you know, like Castelli made their little beaded suit things for the time trialing. Trying to make you like a golf ball, basically. Doing the same thing with the socks, and now they're, you know, trying to keep people from making socks that go all the way up to a knee that's more aerodynamic and whatnot. Do you think that there's anything out there that's going to be faster that kind of just nullifies this whole concept of, like, we're not going to let you go over whatever the sock length is? I bet. I bet there's going to be something. There's, there's, there's got to be something that somebody's developing out there, and Sky will be the first team on it. Yeah. It seems like UCI is, like, racing Sky, to like they're trying ride. to even the playing they field. are because sky is so far ahead of everybody else when it comes to those marginal gains yeah they're light years ahead of these other teams right yeah. now yeah interesting i didn't think about that yep. yeah stay tuned yeah. <laughs> lance if there was a vaseline that came out that made you faster would you rub it all over your legs i i do that anyway <laughs> no. I, I doubt it because it would just get filled with grit and blood. Oh, God. <laughs> it comes out with like Pam cooking sprays. Fast yeah. and just <laughs> spraying myself I'll down. smell like burnt chicken right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hear a Hepler hot seat. Hepler hot seat. Um, Which Hepler? I, <laughs> the older and weaker one. We're senior. Going to the senior. <laughs> Man, he's getting in your dish yeah, all the I time. Know, man. This, this is this is my life growing up. Lake is uh, a wannabe stand-up comedian, and so <laughs> so I've always kind of had to go toe to toe with Lake uh, his whole adult life. He's been funnier than me since he was twelve. So, <laughs> so my hot seat questions. I have three of them. Ooh. Oh, wow! And okay. they're directed at Lake. Oh, okay. oh geez, here we go. Okay, fire away. Is this like a can't tell a lie thing? Like, you're not allowed to lie on the podcast, Lake. This is... <laughs> oh, man. You, you he can just say wanted th- this recorded. Yeah. Lake Hepler. That's the only reason I got invited today. What's it like being the son of an international superstar? <laughs> <laughs> Golden Boy Jr. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the son of an international superstar. <laughs> Correct answer. But Correct not. answer, Lake. Yes. <laughs> question number two. Lake Hepler, how are you ever going to live up to the family name? <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Change it. 
Leigh Kepler, why aren't you married yet, and where are my grandkids? <laughs> oh, jeez. You can play the fifth if you Oh, my goodness. I need some grandkids, dang it. <laughs> why don't you get on Kelty on this? She's only a year younger than me. Uh-huh. Well, Lake, she's not grow- sitting here. Does Lake, does Lake have a significant other in his life? I do not. You do not? <laughs> no. Ladies it, listening to this <laughs> on the interweb. <laughs> Lake is available, uh, and I'm anxious for grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> Way to scare every single yeah. girl away, Dad. Must be uh, must be athletic and potentially able to produce a good track runner. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> all right, I don't have any serious hot seat questions. Oh, those are all very serious. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna jump on that one, and I, I just wanna I wanna know. Um, <laughs> I want to I know. Oh no! Come on! What's going on here? Lance, no pants. What is your take on this? I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, "Who is gonna laugh at this? This isn't even clever." <laughs> We're laughing at it. <laughs> That's because oh. you're trying to rhyme. <laughs> I screwed up the audio on that i'm sorry you're supposed to hear the the lance romance song in the background but dr lance uh, there we go lance romance lance first time i heard this my honest opinion was man my dad needs a new hobby (laughs) dad's been hanging around with cyclists way too much super genius lance lance romance did so, you disown your dad when you heard that? Yeah. I think no, he's been helping me with college. I need. I can't disown him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One more year. One more year and then he's gone. One more year and I'll be okay. That's funny. We'll have to um, come up with a song for Lake so he can get you those grandkids. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no, if you make up a song for me, there will be no grandkids ever. <laughs> okay. My, my question is what is the over-under on each one of your guys' body weights by the end of the holiday season? Oh. Come on, January 1st, 2019. Oh. What okay, is the so over-under ja- on January the weight 1st. change? January 1st, January 1st from, from today it. to mm-hmm. January 1st. What's the over-under on your weight change? Lance first. <laughs> um, I'm going to say I'm going to be even. Are you serious? Even? I'm going to be even. Okay. I'm not going to gain any weight. For the record, on January first, I'm not going to lose any weight. That week, we're gonna we're gonna come back to this, right? Can we remember that? We're gonna remember that. Sure, yeah. We're coming back we'll to make it. Make notes. I mean, it's I'm recorded. 175 right now. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I'm gonna a lean, mean, trim. I'm gonna stay there, and then I'm gonna try to drop some weight before training camp. Giddy up. Mm-hmm. How about you, Evan? I am 156 right now, ish. 70 kilos. Mm-hmm. I will be. 70 kilos on January 1st. <laughs> You're calling even, too. Even calling for even. you, too. Huh? You calling you even. Well, that's because you gave me to January 1st. If you said the day after Thanksgiving, no. no. Zero chance. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Like, I think I will be over five. I'm at so you, 150 right now. So we'll my, say plus five pounds? Plus five is my goal. Uh, for this past, I don't know, 10 months, I have been trying to drop my body fat percentage and gain weight at the same time, which gotcha. is not easy at all. Um, I have been pretty successful. I've dropped my body fat percentage down to about 8%, Okay, and I have stayed about yeah. the same weight. Um, That's fit. Yeah. 
And so um, I would be 23 years old. I was about old. to say, <laughs> you haven't heard that at this table. No. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what actually has helped me the most has been intermediate fasting. Yes. It is. I have been surprised on how successful it has been. Works well. Yeah. yeah. Jake, yeah. Are, you, are, are you still on that train? I know you were on that train for a while. Oh, yeah. I jumped, well, I tried to jump back on, oh gosh, it was before I had my surgery because mm-hmm. I was gaining so much weight from the, the gabapentin that I was on. Yep. You know, I was one of those lucky yep. people that uh, that's a part of that small percentage of people that just gain weight no matter what you were doing. I was intermittent fasting. I was watching all my caloric intake. I was doing everything right, yet I was mm-hmm. still gaining weight each and every single week. So mm-hmm. I finally just said, screw it and just stopped and then i started back up it must be five weeks now mm-hmm. five-ish maybe even six weeks now that i've been back on it and, and religious so and yeah. even doing a lot of like training rides like of my rides on the the trainer fasted mm-hmm. and that's that's helping out as well so yeah. are you are you just worried about your caloric intake or do you also check what nutrients you're taking in Both, as well yeah okay. take, i take pretty good care of looking into all that stuff so okay. yeah not perfect by any means at all, but no, I he's definitely sure. he's pretty. I mean, you you definitely put in your research and and do a pretty good job of yeah. of like having reason behind it. Yeah. yeah. Me on the other hand, <laughs> I mean, I know the reasons behind it and employ almost none of them. So yeah. I need to. That's my uh, New Year's resolution right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Before I got destroyed by a car, I was between one eighty and one eighty two, mm-hmm. and for me, that's pretty pretty lean, pretty fit. Yeah. I can carry that weight pretty well. You have uh, a lot of muscle on your yeah. leg frame too. Yeah. And then. Um, I didn't do anything wrong. It's not like I went and just started eating, you know, McDonald's and bonbons and all that other stuff all day long. But I was still just, I wasn't, my caloric intake actually dropped down too because I just mm-hmm. didn't have an appetite because of all the pain meds that I was on. Yet being on that gabapentin that for the nerve damage that I had in my shoulder, it was just nuts. I yeah. got up to, I think the, the most I weighed was 206. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything different. I mean, I wasn't yeah. riding my bike because I couldn't, but I wasn't eating. That's like, that's the big thing. I think yeah. I think it was more just that your resting metabolic rate took a hit because your body. I yeah. mean, your body is a machine. It's very used to operating at a certain calorie input output, yeah. and it yeah. went went through a massive you know change there. Yeah. yeah, I was finally able to get off the gabapentin. It's probably been I'm going to guess about a month now, mm-hmm. and in that month's time, it's just like everything's oh, yeah. changed. I've already dropped. You visually slimmed down quite a bit. Yeah, I've already yeah. dropped. I think it's like twelve or thirteen pounds, mm-hmm. which is good, and I will continue on that that journey, that trek of dropping weight. So, um, to go on record here, I will um, drop ten pounds in that time period. Ten pounds during the, the holidays. So fantastic. I probably would have dropped a little bit more had it not been the holidays, because I do like <laughs> me some holiday food and whatnot. Yeah, and I'll go steal some chocolate from the heifer house. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll go on record and say I'm going to gain 5 pounds this weekend. <laughs> but I'm going to lose it before January 1st. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going on the record saying that just between Thursday and Friday I will lose 5 pounds, gain 5 pounds and then gain another 5. Yeah. You know, like Lance, I have my eyes set on um, being able to a ride at the uh, the training camp that we're going to have in mid February, but B I want to mm-hmm. be fit and I want to be able to to like hang with everybody. So I'm going to yeah. try and stay as diligent as I possibly possibly can with the training program I'm on. I really haven't missed any time, but a few days um, where we're just kind of mourning the loss of Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to stay on, on task with my training. I want to hopefully, fingers crossed, get back to riding outside one of mm-hmm. these days in the near future. And I'm going to stay really diligent with the intermittent fasting and the um, just like watching what I'm eating mm-hmm. and, and not going too nuts. I mean, I'm not going to completely turn my nose up to everything, but it will be uh, hopefully a good net loss of, of 
body fat and yeah. size on me. So yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. And well, I think everybody going going into these these holidays, I think, you know, we, we, we talked about the training aspect of it. You know, make make sure that you're enjoying you know, don't if if the family does chocolate dipped stuff, do you know, I mean <laughs> You're still get your consistent morning training and, and just have fun with moderation. The and do that. Yeah. yeah, just moderation on no, everything. Yeah. Well, okay, I won't say nobody's doing. It. Most people are not doing their A race on January second. No, so exactly. Don't sit there and worry about if, you know, every single year your body goes through a natural increase in weight as soon as your training drops. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason your your resting yeah. metabolic rate yeah. drops yeah. a little yeah. bit, and as soon as you, I mean, as soon as that February cycle hits again, you know, the weight will drop off and you'll be back at your your racing weight before you know it. Yeah. So it's. I think, and you know, I mean, I know I'm young, but now going to my 10th season of triathlon, it's gone through that cycle every single year and I've just stopped getting worried about it. So, yeah. Yeah. What is your stance on supplements, specific ones? Do you take any, anything like that? Well, for me, it's uh, my, my viewpoint on that is I always try and find food first. Mm -hmm. Um, There's definitely a time and a place for supplements. Mm -hmm. And for me and for all of us sitting here at the table in the Pacific Northwest, when we don't get a lot of sunshine, Grant, this past like month and a half has been completely atypical. Yeah. You need to get on that, the vitamin D3. You've got to be taking that. And I learned that the hard way the first couple of seasons that I was riding up here, I just absolutely just bonked and crashed. And I'm like, what is going on? Am I dying of something here? Mm -hmm. Going into the doctor and finally got tested. He's like, yeah, Washingtonian now. You can get some D3 supplements, mm-hmm. and that made all sure. the difference in the world. So I'll take that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm not, you know, taking like weight gain or stuff for obvious reasons. Yeah. You want to be <laughs> lean and mean, but um, after a ride, if you're out doing some hard work and whatnot, you got to rebuild what you've broken down, and you got to give your body the the building blocks to to get it back into shape. So, um, you know, I'll take like a recovery drink or something like that. Sure. But uh, it's not too crazy for me in terms of supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance, yeah, I don't. I don't use any supplements. Except for like right hydration and, and yep. chews and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, just rehydration stuff. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe my goals are also a little bit different than your guys' goals need, as well. You need speed and power. So yeah. I need speed and power. And so I take, there are two supplements I take. One is, um, it's a pre-workout. Uh-huh. It's called Bucked Up. Uh, I really like it. It doesn't have any creatine in it. And it uh-huh. has this um, supplement called Deer Antler uh, velvet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually something that, uh, Ray Lewis used to take at the end of his career. It basically increases your strength and stamina. And if you, it, it kind of takes out any lactic acid that mm-hmm. is built up in your body. That's why Ray Lewis was able to play for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, um, supplement I take are just some basic amino acids. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of research on protein supplements. Um, and the research I found was that compared when they took two different groups of people mm-hmm. and they would, um, one group took a protein supplement and the other did not take a supplement. Mm-hmm. They found that they both had the exact same amount of weight gain, mm-hmm. but the one that took the protein supplement was significantly higher in body fat. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, it just never made sense to take a protein supplement when your body's just going to break that down into the amino acids and then build it back up. Mm-hmm. So I always thought if I just take the amino acids, it's going to turn that into the protein I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of very interesting research out there. Um, I'm definitely not a nutritionist, but I do have friends who are nutritionists and it's a cool debate to listen to because there's sure. a lot of different opinions out there on yeah, it. There definitely. Is. Yeah. And Nutrition is a, it's a wide open field. Oh, it's a yeah. war every time. Yeah. Some people swear by keto. Some people think it's awful. You know, it's yeah. just all over the place. Yeah. That's yeah. That, 
that that topic almost deserves its whole other podcast but it'd be very interesting to hear you know like your your opinion on that long term just because you know i mean we got three endurance athletes over here and somebody who actually <laughs> does power and you know but there's so it's 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 a very different nutritional needs but. yes fun <laughs> <laughs> yep all right um i think that's about it for the hot seat thank you and we're gonna jump into one last thing evan yep. one last thing is uh, my one last thing is that coming up here is the Palm Springs. Uh, so it's um, Indian Wells La Quinta 70.3 Ironman. Yep. Um, I, I actually have two last things. So two Ironman updates. Uh, Stephanie Rubaclava. Yeah. Yesterday finished the Ironman Arizona with five minutes to spare from oh, the cutoff. Oh, my wow. goodness. And she had to negative split the last 10K oh, to get there. <laughs> she was overpaced going into mile... Uh, Derek's going to be mad if I get this wrong. I think it was like mile 18 or 19. She was over pace. Yeah. And so for anybody who doesn't know, the Ironman cutoff is 17 hours. And they are very, if you come in at 17 hours and one second, you are not an Ironman. Yeah. And they will hold that. That That is very strict. And she was over pace coming into mile 18 or 19. And she got from from somewhere she found some strength and dropped, dropped that pace down. And it was... I know for 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 her wow. talking to her before a race, it was tough that she wasn't here the weekend that we were celebrating Michael. Yeah, um, and I think that was her way of kind of celebrating Mike. She summoned like she, she summoned her, yeah. some power from Mike there. Yeah. I think I think she had somebody helping her there at the end. Just so. just to talk about her for a second. I mm-hmm. mean, she's had a lot of her own she has had a trials lot. and tribulations, and, mm-hmm. and she's coming back from a horrific bike crash that you know a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about her on the podcast before, and she's been dealing with a lot of like aches and pains and injuries and she's been having a hard time just getting through her her actual workouts and Mm -hmm. it was about what two three weeks maybe a month ago i don't know Mm -hmm. she pretty much threw in the towel and said she wasn't going to do it she told everybody i'm not doing this and it's because she was having so many problems Mm -hmm. if she's listening to this stephanie i love you if i had to bet whether or not you're able to finish this i i I honestly would say that i didn't think she was going to make it through it i thought Mm -hmm. that she was going to have an injury or something was going to break down but kudos to her for trying when I saw that post that she actually finished and made the cut, yeah. oh my God, I was beside myself excited yeah. for her and elated with the fact that she got through that and finally got that stamp on her of your yeah. Iron Man. That's and that fantastic. was so awesome. For, I, I I just love the the way that it happened for her too. The sure. whole, you know, like, I mean, the last 10, anybody who's raced an Iron Man, me not included. So this is from people who I know have raced Iron Man. The last 10, I mean, they say the last 10K of a marathon's hard. The last 10K of an Iron Man you're going off purely what's yeah. in your head at that point. Like, I mean, there's how many hours? Sixteen hours, fifty-five minutes. Can you imagine doing something for that long? <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's like that's even cutting into like your sleep that you're supposed to yeah. get on that yeah. given day. Yeah. So that's just we're nuts. talking. You've raced through three full meals right there. Yeah. <laughs> did Did she get um or have any kind of issues during the whole? I mean, obviously she paced herself so yeah. that she could finish. But did she have any mechanicals? Um, did she have any like injuries that she's like fought through? I think I think just the hip has been very hard for her to run. Sure. So I know she started walking. Yeah, I'm not sure how much of it she walked. We'll 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 talk to her this week and and see her this week That's and insane. can't wait to hear her story about it because I'm sure it's an awesome wow. story. Major kudos to Stephanie though for doing yeah. that. That's awesome yeah. stuff. And then my my other one last thing was coming up is the 70.3 uh, um, Indian Wells La Quinta. Yep. And there is a bunch of people on the dial triathlon team going out to do it. Oh, cool. And I'm going to go down there and get to be a fan for once, which hey. is awesome. 
get to cheer on my girlfriend Cassie and a bunch of other people racing. So I get to like carry everybody's bags and like Sherpa. give splits. <laughs> I know. I gotta like be on it. That's gonna be way more exhausting than racing. Yeah. Carrying we'll some pom-poms, yeah. seriously. Track yeah. everybody. And oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, that sounds really stressful. <laughs> That's but awesome. yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Yeah. Lake, one last thing, man. Um, I just want it to be known to everyone out here that Lance is always full of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He tries to make himself sound way cooler than he actually is. I am a super genius international man of mystery. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's a lot of mystery to that. None of it makes sense. This is where I feel like we need to like have Lake fact check each podcast now. So we can, we have the Lake the Lake airs an omission section. Oh, oh that Lake. is awesome. Calling you Should out, we follow Lance? up yeah. Lance's one last thing? <laughs> I've made up everything I've said. You guys haven't figured that out yet. Every story I've said, I've just made up. <laughs> Green screen uh. is Instagram. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, just a shout out to the rest of the team finishing up the um, Cross Crusade Cyclocross Series um, mm. yesterday. Yep. Uh, we had some teammates who did fantastic. We won a couple races, and I'm just super proud of the team. I wasn't able to compete in the last three races because they were all Sunday races, and that doesn't jive with me. And so, sure, I was just it was super cool that the team did well and wrapped up and awesome. And good. There's what like two more races still on the schedule, like Krugers and yeah, something the, else. Like yeah, there's uh, cyclocross, but that I think that's elsewhere, isn't it? Down like is that Bend? There's. There's two more races on the season. There's one out on Savi Island at Kruger's Farm. Yeah. I think there's another one called Krampus or something like that. They're smaller races. Okay. Yeah. They're not the big thing like the Cross Crusade races. Were you racing either of those? Um, I haven't even looked to see if they're on Saturday or not, <laughs> or if I'm in town. Gotcha. But if I'm in town, yeah, I'll go. Cool. Yeah. That's kind of, we're done with pretty much bike racing yeah. for the year. So nothing yeah. until the, the first week of March when Jack Frost kicks off and I'm hoping to be out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. My one last thing. I talked about this last week and, and uh, other times as well. We've got our uh, ugly Christmas sweater ride coming up, and that's a charity mm-hmm. fundraiser. Um, there is a slight chance that we might actually push it back a week. I've had so many people come to tell me that they would love to join the ride. They will really want to be out there. They've done it before in the past and love it, but they're gone this weekend. And it's it's kind of normal. I mean, people do leave to go out of town to go visit family and whatnot. So we might actually push it back to it would be December 1st and we'll have that posted up. Um, actually, by the time you were listening to this podcast, we will have made that decision. We're um, talking internally about the, the possibilities of that. But um, that's neither here nor there. We'll post that up if you want to come out and join us here in the, the, the Portland area. It's a lot of fun. But um, we've got a link that I will post up in the uh, on our Facebook page and, and you can talk about it in comments if you have questions but um for the the charity part of what we're trying to do and that's the gofundme link to raise money to buy bicycles for kids this christmas time kids that who are underprivileged that would not have gotten anything otherwise and we want to put these kids on a bike with a helmet and um, we've got our bike manufacturers that we work with that are going to step up and we're getting stuff at cost and we're going to be um, getting a bunch of helmets through zero and it's going to be a lot of fun to go out there and help these kids Fantastic. out it's going to be super super mm-hmm. cool so um, we've already got three thousand dollars in the kitty from uh, last year because the bike manufacturer that we were supposed to work with and the shop that we were supposed to help us kind of fell through so we're going to parlay that to this year and we've already started raising money and if anybody wants to donate, we would be so appreciative of that. That would be awesome of you to do. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
that's my one last thing. One other thing, Jake, I forgot. There was a, a comment on a Facebook post, uh, actually by your wife, Rebecca. Oh. oh, that's right. She did mention something. <laughs> Do you care to talk about that? Yeah, she she mentioned that um, Strava has a um, has a beacon. We talked about this last week, where mm-hmm. you know how people can track you when you go out on on rides, and she wondered if um, if our bike computers will send an automatic message out um, like her her Garmin watch does? And the answer is yes. Yep. They oh. do. It does work the same. Very so cool. I've, I've made Jake one of my uh, contacts. So yep. unfortunately, he's been getting bombarded with texts. <laughs> Lance is starting a ride. Yeah. yeah. Track him here. I'll go ahead and stay off that Lance list. I would just like text I just him wish there like, was some sort of way that I could communicate back to that while he's in his ride just to talk crap. That's yeah. right. I Faster old man. You're going too slow. <laughs> so that was all. Yeah. And I think you can actually set it up to go to like quite a few people. I think she set up to 10 people. Yeah, you can do mm-hmm. it as many as so, yeah, you want. Yeah. We're going to keep pushing forward on that. And I was even thinking about different ways that we can utilize social media where people could post up their, their rides that they're on for people to check on social media. Um, you know, if they don't want to put people into their phone or, or they don't have enough people, maybe if we had a whole separate like Facebook group where people can just like post up every time that they go for a ride. I mean, I don't know if that's overkill, but just let people know where you're at. Well, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. So. Exactly. Okay, so that is a wrap for the show. Um, thank you again for listening. If you guys want to ever reach out to us and, and chime in and talk crap and tell us how much we uh, we suck, <laughs> uh, social media is a I'm good a place super to genius. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, you can weigh in on that conversation too, you guys. That would be fun to hear from you. Uh, check us out on Facebook at Dial Podcast or send us an email to any of our first names at dialpodcast.com and we will be happy to uh, talk with you some more. Um, Anything else, you guys? Thank you, Lake, for joining us. Yes, Dude, thank you, Lake. Thanks for inviting yep. me. It was yep. a lot of fun. Yep. And it was good to have you on here. Lance, good to have you back in studio. You bet. Awesome. Evan, mm-hmm. thank you for joining us, my friend. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matt, you're not out there, but I really hope you're having a good time swimming around the pool with the kids. Um, yeah. I hope you're not wearing your little banana hammock uh, Speedo suit. And don't hurt any of those poor kids. <laughs> They're just trying to enjoy the magic of Disney, Matt. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for listening. It was a pleasure. We will see you next week. Bye for now.